And welcome back to another episode of the Movie Review Hour. We're in Season 4, going through every single Leonardo DiCaprio movie. And we have arrived triumphantly to Django Unchained. Django Unchained. The D is silent. Joining me per usual is Mr. Drew Warner. Hello, Drew. Hello, Claire. And Mrs. Justine Steele. Hello, Justine. Kyle. Good banter, good banter. Our guest this week is Dana Hill. Hello, Dana. Thanks for having me back. So you're on another episode. I'm actually going to uh, I'm going to upload this episode when we're done recording it. Mm. And the reason why I'm going to do that is I'm going to explain. Mm. We took a lengthy hiatus over a month away from the show. We also kind of haphazardly decided that we're not going to record these in order. Uh, as well, we had in in the previous mainly because two like a lot of the early ones he has are tough then, to find. Well, no, like the the first few are easy to find, and then the next few are impossible to find. Yeah, one of them was only released in Japan, so that's fun. You got to check Peacock. Uh, I, oh yeah, I've checked everywhere. Mm. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't give that to me. Peacock. <laughs> don't don't dismiss me like that. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, so this is an episode to explain that in episodes I'm going to release after this one, we're going to talk as if we're still doing them in order. But it's because we recorded some of those episodes like two months ago. So keep that in mind because uh, I also took a hiatus from uploading episodes. So <laughs> Do I have to pretend I wasn't here? No. Because oh. this is what I'm, I'm explaining this okay. right now. You're going to hear Dana come back and it's going to be a later it's episode, first. but it's his first time. Mm-hmm. So it's not really going to make sense if you don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Great synopsis. Yeah, we. Sh- I wish you could make like a link, like a hyperlink within a podcast. Apple, just they, write out the whole URL. When they click that one, it'll just automatically it cue this one, <laughs> and they'll type it out. Correct. <laughs> uh, what was the movie? Oh, Romeo and Juliet. How All could right. I forget the great Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, maybe I'll release them back to back. Let's talk about Django Unchained. <laughs> great movie. Sorry, <laughs> it was a really bad time for me to read a really funny piece of trivia. <laughs> oh, this is trivia related. Yeah, the the thing I just read was funny. I was just reading trivia. I don't I don't even know what you said, but I'm I'm assuming it was not laugh worthy because you just stared at me like I had kicked a dog. I was fun. more just confused as to like where you're coming from. Um, all right, so what I just read um, was. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. And we're going. And we're off. Uh, after an accident in training where Christoph Waltz was thrown from his horse and broke his pelvis. Jamie Fox. Oh, Jamie Fox gave him a gift to make him feel better. Um, it was a saddle with a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Does exist. He broke his pelvis, though. Yeah. Um, He's an old man. That's true. And you had mentioned that uh, in the scene where, um, like, where everything explodes during the dinner scene. Yeah. Leo actually does accidentally smash a glass, glass with his hand, and he he just continued the scene. Did he really wipe his blood on Carol? So Washington's no, it, it, the the scene ended before that part of it. Okay, and they um, put the blood back on his hand. And then, yeah, and then that was fa- but it was his idea to do that. He okay. said he thought that would be really that's menacing. really smart though. Um, but yeah, he just kept he kept oh, acting, and then afterwards it says that um, the whole like crew like. Gave him an ovation afterwards for his ability to work through that because he had just stabbed a glass through his hand. When well, he's picking pieces out of his yeah. hand later, too, which is probably real. Yeah. That's, listen, acting. Leo is a treasure. The fucking man. If there's anything I've learned he's from good. doing the movies we've done so far, is he's the fucking man. So he had a really, really hard time with this movie. 
I can imagine. He said, first off, this is the first time that he has explicitly played a bad guy. Um, They said the only other time could have been the man in the iron mask where he played half of a bad guy. Um, And then he also had a really hard time with the racial slurs. Yeah, it's the first time he's done that on camera. And he said that (laughs) (laughs) uh, he said that Samuel Jackson took him took him aside and said, uh, quote, Motherfucker, this is just another Tuesday for us. <laughs> like, but I mean, if you think about it, like, we're just acting. Like, it's not, you're not, this is not you. This and is, this movie is incredibly pro Well, I was actually, yeah. I was actually thinking about that, like, for the people in the movie, because I have to say it so much. That is, pro- I mean, because, like, especially as white people, I'm sure you're very much so conditioned to not say the word in general. Yeah. Um. So it's like. Speak for yourself. I mean, I'm not white, so I'm good. No. Um, well, you're speaking for us. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It's time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can imagine that would have been difficult. And it is It like, is a lot. Well, you can yeah. tell some of them definitely seem more comfortable than others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the guy at the, at the big house, Big Daddy. He was like, oh, he's definitely said that. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't the first time. Was, uh, oh, oh, can I please do that? <laughs> Na- Nash Bridges. And I forgot his real name again. So I'll look that up again later. It's like, um, it's like something... Like Johnson, something Johnson. He's Don wonderful. Johnson. Don Thank Johnson. you. Don. Got it. So who was your favorite? Uh, hang on, in the movie? I'm not done yet. Yeah. Shut up, Kyle. I'm not done yet. There's st- the trivia will still be there. I know, and I'm going to say it. Mm. Oh. I just this one I already had queued up and ready. Okay, go ahead. Because um, I thought it was kind of interesting, especially considering the end of the movie. Um, Jimmy Fox used his own horse. I didn't even know he had. Was a he horse. really riding bareback? Uh, I would assume. That's wild. That's I would way. never do that. I mean, I he had. Ha- have you ridden horses at all? I've ridden horses, yes. He's had that horse, for, or he had had that horse at the... Uh, My family owns a horse. <laughs> That's true. At the big house? The, the horse <laughs> people. Um, he had had the horse that he rode uh, for four years at the point in which the movie was made. So, yeah. He's had it for a while now. But That's cool. Yeah, so it's a little dancing horse, a little dr- dressage horse. So that was all like... I mean, I guess I knew that was real, but that's interesting that that's like his horse that's trying mm-hmm. to do that. Huh, very cool. To be rich. All right. Good piece. Right. Of, yeah, right. Just to do weird shit like yeah. that. Like, if I was that rich, like, I would have, like, a dressage He horse. has no business it's owning like, a horse. Why not? He's like an actor. He's just like, I got horse money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know. See what I can Fucking horse money. <laughs> horse people are the, ugh, the weirdest people to deal with. Kyle, you said you owned a horse, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm, he does not. And I'm real weird. I don't I believe it. My family has a horse. Um, so one of the things I'm that... Not, I've been kind of extradited from that family, so... <laughs> you know, Kyle can't get on the horse. Yeah, not anymore. He's not allowed to ride the horse. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. One of the things that uh, critics initially or viewers had issue with was the relationship um, between um, the doctor, Schultz, and uh, Django. Um, but actually, historically, uh, Europeans that moved to America generally speaking, were anti-slavery and didn't understand the idea, the concept of slavery. And so they were more for the, you know. Uh, yeah, well, they had stopped doing slavery already at that point. Well, yeah, and not like, even like just. Like a few hundred years earlier. Yeah, well, just it, recently. <laughs> well, guys, we already figured this out. And I think the emphasis being on also just like not quite understanding it. Certainly not to the extent. I mean, like slaves were were as this movie does a good job painting, like slaves were legitimately property in the same way that a pizza box is your property. And I you can, can literally, you throw it in the trash, you can set it on fire, you can do whatever you want. It belongs to you. 
and I can imagine like someone who's foreign and maybe not used to that concept being like, this makes no sense. And like, even if I recognize the hatred, I don't understand how it's that far where you literally aren't even seeing a whole group of people as being yeah. people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like that's a hard. I can't, I can't, really I can't even comprehend. It. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to comprehend. I can't even comprehend it. I, I just... can't comprehend that with an animal. Yeah, with, with like a a dog or a cat, where you're like, oh, I, I mean, it's my dog or my cat. So if I want to throw them off the roof, I can do that. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like you can't even comprehend that, and it's a fucking dog. Like yeah. at the end of the day, a human life is worth more than a dog if my house well, catches on fire i'm not saving my dog first like i'm getting the kids out right but the thing is also you have to think about how cheap life was back then even among you know the the white people that were considered human but i mean even that you could kill someone in a bar fight and then pay a 50 dollar bounty on yourself and be be clear basically i mean it was life it was, was just cheap back then that's I, wild i have no comprehension i don't yeah is that real i mean basically just yeah, nobody is... i mean i guess it's like people live to be like 30 so it's like oh i killed you when you're 25 like you didn't get to live the next five years that's my bad like, you know i guess like life is not as valuable when it's not as nearly as long so um i read another be more valuable because you have less of it yeah it's like you got, I, he made it to a ripe old age of 25 mm-hmm. you know he had another five years left in him probably seven but. kids and three <laughs> grandkids <laughs> exactly you know? yeah exactly um so when uh when christoph waltz dislocated or broke his pelvis um in training <laughs> it's kind of funny uh he alluded to this on the Glo- golden globes by stating riding a horse wasn't much of a challenge falling off was <laughs> Um, and then actually the whole cart, the tooth, the, the dentist cart thing was because after he had injured himself, he couldn't ride a horse. So they put him on a cart instead. There you go. So the whole dentist part was? I mean, it was just kind of, yeah, put in there to fix or to, to I think you know, it solve the a problem. So Do you much think better. that they made him a dentist for just... Just so they could put dynamite in a tooth and blow it up. I don't know, but that swinging tooth on top of the car was hilarious, amazing. Like that was it, right? They wanted all my. We should make him a dentist so that way we can have this cart that has a shaking tooth on it. (laughs) A shaking tooth. And at some point, we're going to put dynamite in it and blow a bunch of people up. Mm. I love that he hid his money in there as well. Yeah, I mean, that's where I would put it. (laughs) I put it in the tooth. My tooth in the tooth. I put yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Oh my god. Going back to what you mentioned about all of these being in the same universe, Mm -hmm. Tarantino revealed that uh, Django and Brumhilda are meant to be the great-great-grandparents of uh, John Shaft. I don't know who John Shaft is. Now I'm thinking about it. Never mind. Continue. Shaft was a TV series in the seventies. Oh, okay. He was has a, nothing to do with Quentin. He played he played like a, a badass cop. Well, I guess I know. I guess I know who Shaft is yeah. now. I just realized that was. I thought that was one of. I thought that was one of his movies or one of because there was a Shaft movie and I thought, it, but no. So okay. never mind. Great. Great. I retract my exclamation. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about how Quentin Tarantino movies. So they say are all in the same universe, like when, like the View Askew universe of Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, or the Avengers, for people that are dumber, <laughs> or or young, <laughs> or, or, or young, yeah. <laughs> dumb and young. How old are you? Twenty nine oh. years young. <laughs> oh, I'm so young. I mean, I'm thirty two. You know, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Drew is also thirty two. 
You guys are. I'm in my 20s still. Who bitches. looks older? <laughs> who, who looks older, Drew or I? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah. Justin? How, how old does Justin look? 23, 24. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. I have a mother, so. Good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Realistically, like 25, you know. Yeah. yeah. Singing about man buns. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just a couple of. Just a couple of man buns. A couple of 30 year olds, you know? Just. Yeah. So uh, Jonah Hill was supposed to have a bigger role in the movie. That's probably why he was in it to begin with. Why uh, did he not have a bigger role? His scenes were just cut. That's really unfortunate. Yeah, he was pretty. Actually, was he funny, though? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I just funny seeing funny Jonah Hill like the that. The scene yeah, like was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The scene was really funny, so it didn't really matter who you put there. It's just a funny scene. And then the fact that it is Jonah Hill it's, randomly... Yeah. Makes it funnier. No introduction. No, like, oh, it's Jonah. It's just like, yeah. oh, shit, there's Jonah. Like, what? Yeah. plays Bagman number two. <laughs> yes. Bagman number And he, he got a huge credit scene at the end of it. They, they, they pulled, like, a South Park where, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but it's, they they had Jerry Seinfeld on an episode. I think it was the Thanksgiving episode. And he voiced a turkey that just gobbled. <laughs> so, so they gave him a credit. It was like... Turkey number six, and he was like Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> and all he does is gobble. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all he ever does. It's such gobble, a South though. Park thing to do. Yeah, like, he's just a gobbler. Gotta, so when we were searching for um, what movie we were going to watch, Kyle was just putting Leo DiCaprio in in everything he owned. Yes, and um, Django came up, but it was a different Django. Yes, um, and I just read. Tarantino first met Franco Nero in Rome, um, who was the creator of the original Django. And uh, uh, when he was working at, or he said, he told Nero that he first saw Django when he was working in a video store. He then proceeded to recite lines and even sing the song from Nero, all from uh, all from his movies. Nero was astonished that he knew them all. So I guess uh, his. What's the original Django? Is it I've never similar storyline? So it, yeah, is it the story of like a slave that basically hunts down? Oh, you brought it up. And you have no idea. I have no idea what it oh. is. I just thought it was funny that Can we you, seen it. Because I, I do want to get into some of the stuff pertaining to the movie. Can you give us the IMDb description real quick? Yeah, you're like the tech guy, and you're, I mean, you're I'm like, doing nothing. I'm like in the middle of the trivia. I know, but you but can come back to the trivia. Let's yeah. get us an IMDb but description. We'll have to close the tab. Let's oh uh, open a new tab. Open oh a new tab. God. He doesn't internet. He doesn't. He's supposed to be the tech guy, but he's like, I can do one tab at a time. While he's doing this, can I? I'm gonna tell a story real quick. Tell a story. So I went to Houston, Texas. Uh, yeah, Houston, Texas. That's a state to go to UFC Houston. Good, great card. Uh, we were with our buddy Joe. Joe's been on the podcast a few times. You've never met Joe. You need to meet Joe. Joe sounds great. Joe Benefield? You Actually, you have met Joe. You played disc golf with Joe, I believe. Mm, Real he's white guy. Joe Benefield? Yes. Yeah, Joe Benefield. Uh, so we went to mid thirties. No one needs to. No one needs to <laughs> meet like Joe. That. Really, average height and weight. <laughs> this sounds <so> brown eyes. <laughs> he's, he's, he sounds brown hair. Spectacular. Exceptional human being. <laughs> he sounds exceptional. Yeah, uh, he's real dumb. No, no, so we, no one really needs to. Meet we, we we went to a Denny's. And out in Houston, which is what you do when you go to Houston, Texas. This, you go to this is a bad start to a story. So, so we go to Denny's, and again, we, we we were. I was with my buddy Landon, also been on the podcast a few times. Uh, we fuck with Joe constantly, just because he's he, he's he's real gullible. He's but he's really easily flustered. Like Sorry, you Joe. Can, you know those people that you could just fluster so easily, and you just you can't help it at that point. Like you mm. just have to fuck with him. So we go to this Denny's, and he's having trouble ordering his food. What? He's just flustered. 
So we just keep fucking with them, and, and then the waitress starts fucking with them, and it's a whole yeah. Where are you gonna get Joe, dumbass? So then, yeah, right. So he goes. She he finally gets to the order, and she asks him how he wants his eggs. I swear to God, it was like you asked him a calculus question. I mean, he gives out the longest. He goes, uh, and then he stops. He looks at the waitress. This is a grown man. He's older than me. Mm. This is a grown man. Looks at her, and he says. I don't do well with eggs. And then she looked at him and she said, what? And that was the end of it. He never got eggs. <laughs> he, I think she finally said over easy. And he went, yeah, that's fine. So what that reminded me of, whatever you just said, uh, when a grown person says, I don't do well with eggs, mm. it's very telling as to who they are as humans. What were we talking about that led us to the story about Joe know. doing bad with eggs? Uh, Drew not interneting well. Mm. Drew not interneting well. Drew doesn't internet. Joe doesn't eggs. I internet fine. No. I don't. You just said you couldn't open it. You were scared to I move on because of the well. T- Give me a computer. Okay. I used to have a computer. Give me a computer. I'm hacking the mainframe. Just <laughs> just say I don't do well with eggs and then pull it up. Well, I don't. What did you want me to look up? The, oh my God. the IMDb summary, Drew. Oh, the IMDb. Joe, I wish you were here. Joe would have had this already up. We oh, need Drew like to help. I do. With help from a German bounty hunter, a freed <laughs> slave sets out to rescue his wife from a brutal, <laughs> a brutal plantation owner in Bl-bl-bl-bl-bl- Mississippi. There you go. I hope you fucking enjoyed it. I'm excited. <laughs> did you? Did we tell you the manatee story? <laughs> no. So, still about Joe? We, we used to no. read. Does everyone on the podcast know about the manatee story? Yes. All your followers? Oh, pretty much. Hey, guys. It's story. Sorry, I'm repeating this. Hey, listen. Like oh, we're no, no, doing, no, no, no. Don't stop. you dare. Like we're doing right now. I'll let you do it, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Like we do this right now, mm-hmm. this is all cold. I have not read anything beforehand. Okay. I'm reading it as we're doing. Okay, Drew. So, we have him read reviews. Oh, my God. And he. He reads this review and he goes, "Oh my god, this is this is the craziest yeah, this is the craziest review ever." And we're like, "All right," and he goes, "Worth a shot at a manatee." (laughs) Worth a shot at a manatee. Manatees are endangered. Well, and then we're trying to think. We're like, "What does that mean?" I immediately got it. So who's more dumb? (laughs) You know, you guys are Drew. (laughs) Okay. Well, what does it mean to you? You meant like. Why not if I fuck it up? <laughs> like a matinee? Okay. Okay. So so he goes, worth a shot at a manatee. That's crazy. And I'm like, do you mean matinee? I mean, but granted, this is like 30 seconds after yeah. I said that. And then like, he goes, both, and then he goes, he looks back and he goes, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Worth a shot at a manatee. Poor manatees. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sea cows. That's <laughs> as we know them. <laughs> That used to be how we closed out season two, is we'd always ask if the movie was worth a shot of the manatee. Do you know Cuba Gooding Jr. lobbied for the role, but Tarantino would not consider him. Wouldn't consider him? After his uh, performance in Ice Dogs? <laughs> I mean, can you even consider someone like that? <laughs> I, think, I think he could have done it. I've never seen Ice Dogs. Really? Yeah. Because it's exceptional. <laughs> he smashes them. Yeah, he's very good at it. It's obvious you haven't seen it. You haven't seen Ice Dogs? No. Man, I would watch it. Standout movie. It's like Schindler's List, kind of, <laughs> for our generation. You haven't seen Ice Dogs. I've been wanting to do a podcast where you watch the same movie once a week and do a podcast. That's and, and the podcasts are just numbered. 
So you're watching the same. You're gonna actually watch the movie over and over again. You watch the same movie once a week, and then do a podcast right after. Oof. And then I would totally do ass dogs. Ass dogs. Ice dogs. Ice dogs. It's uh, it's like. It's Cuba Gooding Jr. Do you want to watch Ice Dogs? Is it, it is Cuba Gooding Jr., right? Yeah. I think and so. he is, is like is a city snow, slicker. Snow Dogs? Snow Dogs? Snow I think Dogs. that's a different movie. Ice Dogs. Snow Dogs. It might be Snow Dogs. But he's like a city slicker and city like... City slicker. City slicker. City slicker. And he uh, is like trying to impress a girl and he becomes like a yeah, ice dog racer. Do, he like inherits dogs. He inherits dogs. Them. And it's like this story about his connection to the dogs. And he like falls in love with this chick. And it's really fucking dumb. Do you want to watch it 52 no. times? Ugh. The Room. I'll watch The Room 52 times. I would be dumb. I love that movie. Django. All right. Who is your, Justine, who is your favorite character in the movie? I liked the German man. Okay. I kept thinking he was going to be bad. No. No, he's good all the way to the end. He is. He, re- he really is. And I'm, and I'm glad they did it that way. Because it would have been too easy to, it was, to uh, have him actually be a shitbird. So know? Christoph Waltz did not want the role, but Tarantino wrote it for him. Um, and he said his only stipulation was that he would uh, not do anything bad in the ro- Because he didn't want to be typecasted as... Because like, basically, if you... If you Put the two characters, him, um, and then I don't remember what his name was from Inglorious Bastards, but that character, if you put them together, they basically act the exact same. It's Correct. Just one's it's one evil, go. One's yeah, not. one's evil, one's not. And so he didn't want that to be his casting. Well, and then in so, Horrible Bosses 2, he's also evil as fuck. So he? he said, uh, yeah, he said he'd do it, but he wouldn't, he would not do it if he ever did anything that was, you know, bad. Whatever. He's totally. He's the only good person in the whole movie. Even Django, who's like not a great person. He's yeah. kind of a dick. He's cool as fuck in that whole movie. Yeah, total badass. But I'm just like, man. I, I'm, not, like, I'm gonna take the easy way out and just say that Leo was my favorite. Kevin Costner turned down a role in this movie, <laughs> um, and he's also turned down a role in a different Tarantino movie. Which role do you think Costner would have done the best? Well, so he turned on the role of Ace Woody, which uh, actually got cut from the movie anyway. Oh, so, no. it was a, it was a good choice on him yeah, to turn that choice. down. <laughs> it's crazy that they make movies and they cut entire parts out, like they film yeah. it or they write the whole thing and they cut it out. How would you feel to be that fucking actor? <clears throat> like, pretty lame. Well, there was a movie we watched. It was whatever one that Sam Raimi directed. Um, yeah, recently. There was a uh, there was a whole scene that had Bruce Campbell in it, and they cut it out. I think it was uh, it was Romeo and Juliet, wasn't it? Wasn't that the one that Sam Raimi directed? No, that was Boz Lerman, whatever the fuck oh, his name is. Right. James Bond. <laughs> Boz Lerman, isn't that the guy from Metallica? <laughs> it, it definitely isn't, but I don't know. <laughs> Kevin, What's that guy's name? Kevin Costner? What's well, the director that... I don't know, but which one was Sam Raimi? Which one did he direct? That's I don't I fucking about. know. Doesn't matter. Anyways, whichever one that we have seen that he directed, um, Bruce Campbell had a whole part in it. <laughs> Thank God. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I would love that. Mm. <laughs> but, but, Bru- but, Bruce, Bruce Campbell in it? but Bruce Campbell is Sandra Bullock's character. Mm. <laughs> Kevin Costner could have played this. <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Like, it's like so. white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just found out that like white chicks is kind of hated. 
Amazing. And it's got terrible reviews, but it's, it's like one, it's like one of my favorite movies. It's so bad. That's how I feel. Oh about my the, god! That's how I feel about the grown up movies. The, well, the grown ups are ass. grown up and grown ups too. The first one's okay. I love them, but I like think they're so funny. White chicks, like my white wife and I, we love incredible. it. Incredible. I mean, it is a and so the part where she's shitting her heels or hitting the stalls, yeah. I'm dead. The, the the scene where fucking what is his name Terry uh, Terry Cruz is singing. Oh, I mean, it's just... It's classic. It's iconic. Yeah. It's an iconic moment. <sighs> Django. Mm. No, back to that. Django. The, mu- the music's super good. Yeah. It's very um, it's very on-the-nose, campy um, mm-hmm. Western. Who, who was your favorite character? Mm. Is it still Big Daddy? Big Daddy is hilarious. No, he's my favorite character, 100%. I'm... He's not asking you. 100%. And then when he can ask you and you can say Big Daddy and you can be a cop guy. Big Daddy's my favorite. <laughs> I think that guy played that role so well. And I wish there was more Big Daddy on screen. Yeah. And no one else would think that Big Daddy's the best character. Mm-hmm. So it's a very unique answer that you're Yeah, having. and mm-hmm. only I could say that. And if anyone else said that, they'd be very... They would just be copying. Copying, unoriginal. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. What we like to call very Drew-like. But Drew, who was yeah, your favorite Drew, character? Drew, who was your favorite character? Uh, Steven. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who is Steven? Samuel Jackson. That's, oh my God. His name was Steven. Yeah. Dude, he's a piece of shit. He is fucking, I don't know why his character is more evil. Because it's like traitorous, I feel like. Is that, is that all that it is? It's just It's like, just like so in your face traitorous. Ugh. To the end. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Doctor, here we go. Here we go. Dr. Schultz. Um is uh, related to Paula Shorts, who was in uh, had a featured in Kill Bill. Of course. So there you go. Okay, so here's your you're you're trying to you're tying back in the universe. Again. I'm reading trivia. That's and all then, I care about. What we're gonna find out is that Paula Schultz was in Along Came Polly, and it's again no no relation to this universe <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> no. That's not what we're find out. He goes, nope. Paula Shorts. She's in Kill Bill. She was in Fast Furious Seven. Oh. We, One of your favorite movies. We just watched all of those. I know. You loved them, didn't you? Oh, Fast and Furious is not the first couple. First three are not very good. What? But but four, are five. Are you saying the, the four, rest of them are good? Oh, my God. I'm s- Dude, grossed out. The movie. What's the, what's the one where it's it's The Rock and Jason Statham? Once The Rock came into it, it was bad. Too Fast, Too Furious is the epitome of that entire series. It went no, that's and Tokyo one. Drift, Tokyo Drift, boy, Tokyo Drift, nice what ride. The, the second movie? one might have been the worst one. No, Tokyo Drift was the worst. one. Tokyo Drift yeah, has Tokyo one of my Drift. most quoted movie scenes of all time. Oof, that's gross. Just, it? just it's when uh, it? it's when he pulls up to the high school in his car and it's a piece of shit, and then she goes, she was like talking to him and he's like, "You talking to my girl?" She's like, "She was checking out." My ride, and then some guy in the background is like, "My ride," and it's, <laughs> but it's like obviously edited in, and it's really fucking bad. But he's just like, "My ride," and I have quoted that for years. Is that, does that count as quote like a quote? Yeah, it's line? a serious quote. Go to IMDb, Baba. IMDb, IMDb. Don't tell Drew to go to IMDb because we'll spend the next fucking ten minutes with his trivia. Tokyo to- Drift is connected to Kill Bill Volume Two. Um, question. Yeah. What was the purpose of Tokyo Drift? Hmm? Money. Nothing. They were trying to shift the series. But it just didn't work. It didn't work. God, I loved That's it. That's why they shifted it back. Freaking yeah. DK, Drift King. That's why they, they had that shift shot and moved it back. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I hate you guys about so much about all this, what you're saying. 
But you guys are older. You guys weren't. It wasn't a part of your childhood. It wasn't so like. You guys were older. Didn't impregnate your brain with. Listen, dog. It wasn't cop. part of your childhood. <laughs> your childhood. These came out during my childhood. You were still an infant. An infant. What year did they come out? Uh, you were born. Like two thousand. Yeah, you were like already washing dishes or practicing to be a dog cop at this point. <laughs> practicing to be a dog. And, cop. In two thousand, I was in fifth or sixth grade. Leonardo DiCaprio does not appear until one hour and three minutes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so, so much for a Leo movie. It's definitely... But he makes a, he makes an impact once he's on <clears> Well, he does, and he is... I mean, once he's in it, he's fucking in it. So it's like... I mean, the whole movie is trying to get to him. Yeah. So, I mean, he is... So in a way... And he is the bad guy in the movie. Yeah. So... Agreed. What a good movie. I have seen this movie. It's like my seventh or eighth time seeing it. Do you feel like you learned anything this time? I think it's like my third. I I just think it's a really watchable movie. I think it's shot. I just like, I love Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. I think the way he shoots and the way he is, I love the shooting and death scenes are like just ridiculous. This was the first, like people really, really love Quentin Tarantino. And I've seen, or they don't, but yeah, it's it. Yeah, there's definitely like that dichotomy of like he's very polarizing, and I don't really have an opinion. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've really enjoyed it. I don't think I've seen. That. I, I've seen Glorious Bastards. One. I really enjoyed it. I had never seen this one. I've seen Reservoir Dogs. I, I don't remember having feelings one way or another. I think I liked it, but it wasn't like I don't know. I've never seen any of the Kill Bill movies. They're they're good. Uh, they are good. I'm, what else? What am I with some <coughs> missing? Jackie Brown. I haven't seen Jackie Brown. Pulp Fiction. Great I've movie. seen Pulp Fiction. Obviously, that's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. But it's also like very different than, yeah. than any any of the other ones I listed. <laughs> so I don't know. I didn't really have an opinion on Quentin Tarantino. And watching this movie, the things I hear about Quentin Tarantino, the ridiculousness and the violence and the Western aspect of it. I get it now. He definitely shines I'm with like, the Western. Right, I get it now. I get why people are like, because I've just started recently really enjoying Westerns. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Yeah, he hits all the tropes with it pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really saw that come to a head when, like, they were making out at the end. And that goes in the the moon was shining on them. Mm-hmm. It just seems so, like, yeah. classic, cheesy Western, but in a good way. Well, then, like, the whistling, mm-hmm. and the big shots with the whistling, and then the writing, you know, all the writing shots. But this has the humor, and, and what is missing from a lot of Westerns is gratuitous violence. Mm-hmm. A lot of violence in Westerns is just people getting shot, but you don't see blood, you don't mm-hmm. see whatever, there's no close-ups, nothing like that. Where mm-hmm. in this, it is gore. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I... I like that it it, it and well, it's just a reaction it's kind of funny too because the like during the one main shootout in the beginning or not in the beginning uh in the the first main shootout at the Candyland house um the gun that he's using is like <clears throat> the equivalent power of a modern day like 30 like a just more than a 22 caliber like it's not a powerful pistol yeah. but when he shoots but it's like laura exploding but when people. he shoots laura <laughs> launches and she her fucking that bitch launches yanked. backward that was fantastic so, bye miss laura that's so good that is so good yeah the uh the the um kkk writing scene 
the, such an awkward sentence to say together, but the KKK scene was so fucking. Were oh they KKK? Was it, it ever so like said? It, they yeah, are? but I think that's what's implied. Well, it's so it's in the trivia. It's like early KKK. Yeah, it's the know? precursor. To, they're called like the the renegades or something like that. But yeah, it was the precursor to the hmm. Ku Klux Klan. But that was God. That was so fucking funny. Well, and what I really love about I don't remember a whole lot about Pulp Fiction, but like in Glorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and then this one, what I really love is the, like, the wrap up where everything you want to happen mm-hmm. fucking happens. Well, that's and a, then like in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and in Glorious well, don't Bastards. Say, don't say, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so don't say anything about that. Oh, the end. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to give anything away. Well, they all die in the end. I'll, well, yeah, but that's I, implied. Uh, but but it, you won't even see it coming. But just watch a movie and you'll, you'll never see it coming. But, but they, all, they the, all die. But it's the in Inglorious Bastards and in that one, what I really enjoy is the like rewrite of history. Oh, you're kind of writing the wrong of of well, what he, happened yeah. in history. Oh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I can't believe you've seen. It. I want to talk about it so bad. I know. Yeah, it's like my well, favorite. Leo's in it, so we'll watch it soon. Yeah, it is one of my. But and he's you're really, welcome to he, come back for that one. He's really good at. At giving people the ending they want. Oh, see, I'm a sucker for that shit. I'm all about that. Well, revenge movies are like my favorite. That's like my. I favorite don't care if you know it's coming. Who gives a shit? Just like I want to get to the end of the movie yeah. and be like, "Fuck yes!" Mm-hmm. All right, good fucking people want like this movie. I, like when the it's perfect. Like in this movie, when the when the one guy that he was shitting on the whole movie, yes. is like smiling on him. The one, the other slave. I would have loved to see a torture scene. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. A torture scene, not with the slave, but with De- with Django and uh, well, Je- just Steven guy, Steven, yeah, yeah. Walton Goggins, yeah. Um, It'd have been cool to see him torture. The that was, oh, the one that was about to cut his nuts off, yeah, yeah. him. Mm. Um, no, I yeah, I uh, revenge movies are the best movies. Um, like fucking uh, John Wick, and like yeah, but this is. Better because it's like revenge on real life. Yeah, it's like yeah. see that's what I like about him. It's like it's it's taking real events and then you're twisting them mm-hmm. so that way you you fucking right. I mean, Inglorious Bastard is it's like the Especially, whole yeah, like right? they actually kill you fucking kill Hitler. Hitler, like you like I, and you like you're like there is no way they're gonna do that, and they're like oh he's actually, they fuck kill him, sick yeah. Cool. And then you'll watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and figure all that out. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> they all die. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, what do you think this got on uh, IMDb? Out of ten, I'm gonna guess a seven four. Wow, what a dumbass! Mm-hmm. I was gonna say seven two. Nine point two. Oh, well, definitely not anywhere close to a nine two. Yeah, it's yeah. not even in the eights. You're all wrong. It's eight four. It go oh, holy shit. That's massive on IMDb. That's huge for IMDb. And it, it has an eighty one on Metascore too, which is really wow. Big. I mean, it's a great movie. Like this is awesome. I liked this way more than I thought I would. I kind of I didn't go in with like low expectations. I just I hadn't seen it for a reason. I don't like you hadn't seen it for a reason. Yeah, I just I don't like super long movies. The I forgot how is long. a weird one for me where that is. How long was this movie? How how many minutes did it run? I don't know, but it's longer. I think it's longer than The Departed. It seemed... I forgot how long it was. Like, when... I forgot that... After the first candy scene, shooting uh, shooting scene, there's a whole. I forgot. Movie. Like I was like, I thought it ended there because I knew it no, ended in. Like, the, like yeah, and then it's like, oh shit, no, they have to like leave and escape. 
This movie's almost 10 fucking years old. Wait, 2012. What? what? Isn't that crazy? No. That's wild. I remember this coming out. I remember out, this like, too. For sure. Uh, this movie is two hours and 45 minutes long. Oh, yeah. shit. It's almost three hours long. It didn't feel like that, though. I mean, it doesn't have any slow I've parts. I've seen movies that were an hour and a half that felt twice as long as this. As soon as it got slow, they started shooting at the candy house. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, like, all right, we're, all right. We're back on it. We're back on it. <laughs> all right. What do you think the uh, tachometer is? I mean, fuck. With those scores, I'm going to say in like a 95. For the tachometer? Yeah. For the critic? I mean, that's... And then what about the audience? Tachometer? You're talking about I tomato meter? Do they call it tachometer? Uh, it's, it's the tachometer, but I call it the tachometer. That's inappropriate. I would say slightly lower. So you said 95 for... I said like 92. Okay. Justine? I'll say 93 and 89. So critics first, then audience? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say 88, 92. Okay. Well, you were the closest. Okay. 87 and 91. Okay. <laughs> Shit, oh. You're so good at that. <laughs> Y'all ever seen a fucking movie in your life? Yeah. I know, right? You're, so, you're really good at this. Yeah. You guys should have me on the show more. Well, I don't know about that. I'm all about <laughs> Drew's just so upset I scalded him the first 10 minutes I, I got him. I don't like you anymore. Drew, Whatever. Yeah, Drew's real salty. Yeah. Well, grow up, Drew. Fucking dog um, So Roxanne Gay of BuzzFeed said, The film is at times brilliant but mostly infuriating. It is a good movie in the masturbatory way most Tarantino films are good. Who's this? Uh, Roxanne Gay. How hard do you think she figure herself to this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with her in the sense uh, the the second half of her of her thing, where kind of like what you just said. Yeah, it is. It is like a jerk off movie about because you know I mean the this isn't how it probably a hundred times or 99 times out of a hundred in the 1800s. This isn't yeah. how this would have played mm. out. Well, we paused I, the movie like 10 times to jack off too. Right. And we were just like, anyways, um, but the first part, I don't Dutch understand rudder. why yeah. she says it was brilliant, but mostly infuriating. I don't what know. What was so infuriating about? I didn't get infuriated. Once. Nothing infuriated me whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, other than, oh, I'm so sick of this black guy doing well. <laughs> Fuck well, Roxanne, bitch. That well, that's what made her mad. <laughs> F- funny you mention that because, uh, here, let me just show you Roxanne Gay's picture. Traitor. She's a real Steven right now. <laughs> she is she she a Steven? Steven? Yeah. She is a woman of color. Oh, no. A POC, if you will. Um, you can't say that, Drew. More like POS. <laughs> it, was a, it was a mixed bag for me. Some great moments scattered around amongst lots of humdrum, considering the subject matter. I wonder if it just made... What? I, I feel like it had to make just some people so uncomfortable with the subject matter that they just couldn't see past it. And they just like, you know, it's just like, Ugh, I don't want to see these people that I know that are famous people saying the N-word. And I don't want to see people get... Wow. And I don't want to see... Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't... You know what I mean? Like, I know it had to make some people very squeamish. Okay, so David Walsh from the World Socialist website. Okay. Oh, great start. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Already losing all of his credibility. Anyways, um... Django Unchained is is a miserable work, implausible and unconvincing from beginning to end, unlike the best spaghetti westerns Tarantino claims to admire. Does he think that spaghetti westerns are realistic? Well, I mean, he's a socialist, so he doesn't really have a good grasp First on reality. First of all, it's called a spaghetti western. Shut up, dude. Those are real. 
I would anything. I don't understand anything like, that is that is defined by spaghetti can't be all what's that it supposed realistic. To, well, what is? It's not supposed to be like a realistic movie. It's just a movie. It's for entertainment. It's it's masturbatory, which is fine. I don't think that, I don't see there being an issue there. The movie exists to be fun. It is a fun movie that is also, again, I think, taking this cultural stance of, like, righting the wrong and giving people something to, like, fuck yeah about. Like, fuck yeah. Like, seeing this, you know, slave fucking wipe out plantations. It's like, fuck yeah. Like, this is the shit I want to see. So, I think that's... Is it supposed to be spaghetti? It's not... It has nothing to do with spaghetti westerns. It's just a western. That's the style of... So, although the movie is... uh, Actually, this was in the trivia also. Although the movie is oftentimes considered to be in the genre of spaghetti western, um, Quentin Tarantino considers it more to be in a uh, southern action movie. I don't know (laughs) what the difference is, but... Great way to church it up. Right. But he doesn't think of this as a Western, even though he does really hit on all of the Western tropes. In this. Yeah, the fucking camera zooming in and the ridiculous and violence. The, and, and the quick shot. Yeah, that's all. That no one in real life has. He can fuck off with that. It's a it's a Western. Yeah, it's definitely a Western. Yeah. That just sounds like Hollywood bullshit. Yeah. Ah, well, actually, it's a Southern drama. No. Fuck off with It's you. a Western. Mm-hmm. They just needed that. Bow, wow, mm-hmm. bow, wow, wow. Yeah. I feel like they did a few times. <laughs> mm. yeah. There we go, They Drew. did have a uh, Wilhelm scream, which you pointed I do, out. Yeah. What's the movie that you and I watched last week? My Name is Nobody. Oh, it's a great one if you have not seen that. What it's is it? One. My Name is Nobody. It's uh, Peter Peter Fonda? Henry Fonda. Mm. Whoever, the older, whoever the father Fonda is. is Jane. <laughs> Father Fonda. Father Father Fonda. Fonda. I think it's Henry Fonda. Fonda. It's fantastic. Have you ever heard? There's a song by James Blake called The Wilhelm Scream. I love that song. It's very good. Wasn't that a name of a band? The Wilhelm Scream? Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it's like super yeah. pop it's culture bullshit. Hands on the side of your face. and the. Right? Is that not that movie? Or no, the picture? No, the, the picture, right? That's the just Wilhelm called Scream. Isn't it just called Scream? I think that's... Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's called oh. Wilhelm Scream. What is a Wilhelm Scream? It's like... I don't know. It's like in every fucking like that, it's in. It's like <laughs> I can't. It's like Drew Tech it, guy. It tech guy pulled up. Tech guy. Literally. Tech guy. Open a new tab. You can do it. <laughs> Dude, it's in like tons of movies, and I just don't get why the fuck they keep putting it. It's in. been around forever, and they. Yeah. Use, I mean, it's got to be in hundreds and hundreds of movies. Yeah, easily, especially with. It's in Star Wars. It's in Star Wars. It, it's in Django. I'm. It's in every movie. I feel like I hear it, and I'm just like, I'm like, why do they insist? It has to be like some kind of big Hollywood circle jerk where they're like, oh, just put the Wilhelm scream in there for no reason. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh god. Tech, how how tech, tech, guy. tech guy is this? How tech guy is this? A new tab opened. <laughs> it was all to play. That was, my zen that was the most. Right? That was the most tech guy thing. Uh, have happened. Enhance. Uh, right, enhance. Let's, let's wind down. Drew. This. <laughs> this. <laughs> Can you stop the attitude? I have no attitude. I'm just breathing here. You are pure attitude. God. Is this worth a shot at a manatee? I'm not answering that question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there a different season now? 
This if, is where the this is where the a shot at a fucking horse. Okay, like happened in the beginning of the movie. Oh, there was some brutal horse scenes. And he turned that horse into a fucking canoe. The dog scene. If Nicolas Cage were in this movie, would it have been a better movie? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yeah. Mr. Candy? Mr. Candy. Mr. Candy, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Oh, or Big Papa or Big Daddy or Big whatever Daddy. the fuck his name was. Big Papa. Yeah, Big Papa was a different guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Any of the slave owners in this oh. in this movie. He, he probably would have. Can you imagine him doing Django? Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> in blackface? Full blackface, yeah. Can you imagine? He's full blackface. No. He's Robert Downey Jr. in it up. No. Imagine him trying to have. Like a southern, southern accent. accent. Oh like, my like god! Conner. I need this movie. <laughs> what was the one you just bear. did with uh, with uh, Frazier? Oh, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, I mean that was nothing on Conair though. His accent, Conair, is. I would have loved busted. to walk in or have uh, Doctor Hans and Django walk in to Mr. Candy's place, and it's, it's Nicholas Cage and a slave fighting. <laughs> And they're, they're both the, the he's mandingos. Just screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. He's a fucking toupee on. And it's a mullet he, toupee. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he is just riled up. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's your, like, he's like throwing shit at the he, walls. He has snake eyes energy. Oh my God. Oh. Here's your beer. You earned it. No, he has outcast energy. He has a fucking snake wrapped around his wrist. Dude. God. That's the movie we need to see. There's a there's a movie called Outcast mm-hmm. with Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. and also Hayden Christensen. And inexplicably, halfway through the movie, Nicolas Cage shows back up and he's two things. One, he's missing an eye and he's not wearing an eye patch. And it is so clear that he's just squeezing his eye shut. Yeah, like he didn't have a prosthetic because, on it or Yeah, anything. nothing. Nothing <laughs> covering this. No, he's literally talking and the his eye is opening. And twitching. And like so. twitching and shit because he's just keeping it closed. So that's number one. And number two, again, no reason, no explanation. He has a, a tiny little snake wrapped around <laughs> his wrist. And it's just like moving around in the seats. And it makes, <laughs> like, it's one of those things where you see it and you're like, that's got to be a part of it. They never explain it. Yeah, like that has to be like a thing. And I'm just like, I'm not catching it. You know, like it's explained or they're going to explain it. Nope. Just has a, a snake inexplicably <laughs> wrapped around his wrist. And then we're in El Paso and someone's on a red box and the fucking woman had a goddamn snake wrapped around yeah, her wrist. I'm I like, is this just a normal thing? And it was on Christmas. Yeah, we have a picture of it somewhere. <laughs> but it's like, is this just a thing? Like people wrap snakes around the wrist and I mean, then move about their day? I just don't get people that own snakes. It's a bizarre. I mean, if you own a snake, you're not going to tell me you weren't going to wear it as a bracelet. It's bizarre to me. I do not understand. I just don't get pets like that. Like lizards and geckos spiders that just sit in a little thing and you like come in every few months when you have guests over you're like there's my spider <laughs> that's literally and then it. that's it and you like you feed it crickets you look and then you, you leave can't let it walk around you can't do anything it'll fucking it'll scurry kill away. you yeah and it'll kill you yeah <laughs> i just don't get pets like that i don't yeah one of my coworkers has a tarantula and she brought in its skin data the other day <laughs> what the fuck we <laughs> snapped a picture at the red box just has a snake wrapped around her wrist. Friend had a for Christmas. Yeah, she has a tarantula and, she, and it molted and she brought its skin in a jar and Ew. put it on her desk. It molted. Yeah, like is it this another dog cop? Came out of her thing. No, this is she's just a volunteer. She's our volunteer oh, coordinator. Chris, um, goddamn socialist, yeah. right? <laughs> so the <laughs> the gun that the doctor has, yeah, the one that slides up mm. and then he shoots. 
Um, that wrist mechanism is a it's a real thing that you can get. Oh, for sure. What do they call those? Like prostitute guns? Those I little guns? Derringers? Little baby guns? Don't they call them like prostitute guns or like hooker guns or something like that? Der- Derringers. <laughs> uh, are you agreeing with me? No, or? there there's a there. I he's correct. There is a nickname for it. I will take your word for that nickname that neither of you can come up with, and I've never I heard believe of. Wait, the tech guy hasn't heard it. Yeah. I think it's prostitute gun. I'm okay, sure. yeah, that makes – let me Google that real quick and see what that comes All up All right. With. Well, while he's Go- – well, he Google takes the next that. 15 minutes to Google that. We're going to go ahead and wind it down. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Uh, again, remember, we're releasing the episodes in random order now. Episodes that are coming up after this episode have been recorded Sometimes significantly uh, <laughs> beforehand. Hold on. I think we're right. I mean, you're a little bit right, I guess. Okay. What a lady's muff pistol. <laughs> a muff pistol. A lady's muff pistol. Uh, I mean, their actual name is Derringer. I've no, I literally never heard this, but I do have to digress. Will they hide them in their snatch? That a prostitute's pistol is is what that was called. Um, a lady's a prostitute's pistol or sometimes known as a lady's muff pistol. That is so fan. Thank you. you go. Thank you for looking that up. Because yeah. are you going to buy me a muff pistol? Absolutely. Mm. I got your muff pistol right here. Yeah, wow. it's a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week.